Welcome to the Live Long, Lead Well broadcast. I'm Dr. Mark Jones, and today we're going to learn how to avoid becoming frustrated with people. Stay tuned for today's broadcast. Romans chapter 12, verse 18. If it be possible, as much as lieth with you, live peaceably with all men. On today's broadcast, we're going to learn how to avoid becoming frustrated with people. You know, there are so many times when just dealing with the day-to-day ins and outs, ups and downs of life, especially when we have to do life with others, can tend to rub us the wrong way. But what I've learned is that one of the most important aspects of life is to learn how to bring to the table of life the skills that are necessary in order for us to do life and to do life effectively with others. So today, we're going to learn how to avoid becoming frustrated with people. You know, we're given an admonition in the text that I read that as far be it as is possible with me, I am supposed to learn how to dwell at peace with all men. Now, the first thing I would have you to note is that what that means is that peace on my part of the equation is always possible. It's not guaranteed that I can help someone else to create peace towards me, and it's not even my job to help them to create peace towards me. But it's my job to seek peace and to pursue it. You know, the Bible also says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they are the children of God. And one thing that distinguishes us from others on the earth is that we are so filled with the peace of God that our only recourse is to be peacemakers. So now listen, I'm going to give you some keys today so that you will learn how to avoid becoming frustrated with people. Now, the first of them may seem obvious, uh, maybe not so much. Number one, remember that you are people too. You know, one of the things that helps us to remain humble in our estimation of ourselves, especially when people do something that is frustrating, is to remember that we ourselves are capable, perhaps, of the same behavior. Or maybe in some other form, we've actually done the same thing in another context. So the first key to avoid becoming frustrated with people is to remember that you are people too. And 
check yourself to make sure that you don't have an overestimation of yourself. Now, the second key is learn to manage your expectation of people. I'm going to say that again. Learn to manage your expectations of people. You know, we ought to be cautiously optimistic of others. Remember this, as long as man has a free will, they have a right to reject, to resist, or to just be in a state of disagreement or disagreeable behavior, even towards us. So what we have to learn to do is to observe and manage our expectations of others. You know, you are never disappointed by what you discover. You are only disappointed by what you expect. So learn how to manage your expectation. Now, a third key that I find extremely instrumental to walking in peace with all men is that you have to pray to have God's eyes concerning others. That's right. You have to seek God so that you see man from God's vantage point. And that's a very powerful thing when you're able to see the creation through the eyes of the creator. Now here's number four. Remain in the spirit and don't walk in the flesh. Here's a scripture that says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the spiritual rulers of this world, against spiritual wickedness. So we have to remember that in the spirit, we're dealing with some very sinister forces that seek to undermine relationship and keep us in a place of consternation and disagreement and strain the quality of our relationships. Now here's another key. Choose the same mercy for their failures that God has chosen for yours. You know, Colossians 3.13 says, Forbearing and forgiving. If any man has anything against another, even as Christ forgave him, so he must also forgive them. Now there are two very powerful aspects of that verse. The first is forbearing. And really, Forbearance is about understanding and accommodating in your understanding for another person's makeup, whatever the nature of that makeup. In other words, knowing how you are, here is how I need to be. That's what forbearance looks like. And the second aspect of the verse is forgiveness. Now remember this, the only basis for forgiveness is that we have been the beneficiaries of Christ's forgiveness. You don't have to feel to, to uh, forgive. It is completely granted on the basis that you and I have been beneficiaries of God's forgiveness through Jesus Christ. Now, the next thing we must do is resist the urge to be Lord and Savior of someone else's life. You know, it's important to remember the work that God must do in a life and never put ourselves in a place where we think that it is our job 
to do that work. You know, for example, it's not my job to make someone else feel guilty or to take ownership for their behavior. That's not my job to make them feel guilty. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit convicts of sin and of righteousness, which means he will bring them face to face with their shortfallings, and he will also help them to align with their truest potential. Now, another thing you have to do is confront your own pride and convert it into pity for them. You know, I've found that once you're able to see a person in their broken state, you are less inclined to harbor frustration with them. Now, here's another key. Accept your limitations in effectuating change in people. You know, Paul said in Corinthians, you know, some plant, some water, but it's God that makes things grow. You know, you cannot single-handedly cause your relationship with another person to grow or to blossom. You can do your part. They have to do their part. But in essence, God causes things to grow. And that's what we have to trust. Now, another key is that we have to study the tree. And that way, the fruit won't shock us. I want you to think about what I just said. Study the tree and the fruit won't become a shock to you. You have to watch people. You have to discern them. And then make a proper estimation of your abilities when it comes to their lives and cultivating or crafting quality relationship with them. Now, the last thing is be the consummate giver in your relationships. You know, I know a lot of people have a hard time with that because they don't understand that it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. But the shortfall in understanding is on this wise. If I'm always given, that means I've always got. You know, this comes down to a very simple rule. I will always reap what I sow. Now, this doesn't mean that I will always reap it from the person or in the field where I plant it. But it means that God has this way of making sure that I do not plant any seed for which a harvest is not returned in my life. You know, one of the things that I've come to understand that my problems with people are still my problems. And until we can take ownership for everything we feel, whether it's anger or disgust, unforgiveness, bitterness, whatever the emotion, whatever the condition, we must take 100% ownership for what we feel internally. It is not anyone else's job to bring internal repair to my emotional condition. Now listen, I know that this has been a lot of information in a very short time, but I do believe that if you'll take these keys to heart, they will help you to avoid becoming frustrated with people. Once again, I want to remind you that if you want to get Dr. Mark Jones to be a part of your next event, Give us a call at 888-538-3577, extension 
15. Or you can also check us out at www.centerformanifestation.com. I have contact information there. You can also find me on Facebook and our YouTube is Manifestations Worldwide. Listen, until we get together next time, may you live long and lead well.